Chapter Twenty Five of Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros. Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil, by the Viscount of Taunay, translated by James William Wells. The Journey. In little more than an hour, Cyrano traversed the distance between the town and the river, for in the five miles that it measures, the only bad bit of road is that which passes through the wooded margins of the majestic stream. In this forest, the vestiges of great floods are seen on the trunks of the trees, and the soft and swampy soil is a hotbed of vegetable putrefaction whence on the occasion of the intense heat that follows retreat of the waters proceeds deadly miasma here by the gloomy margins of pestiferous pools of stagnant and slime-covered water the dwarf and heavily foliaged ochery palms are found in abundance the aspect is in no way agreeable and the thought that here is the haunt and home of the terrible marsh fevers serves to cause any passing traveller to hasten away from these lugubrious regions the murmur of the flow of water is heard at a short distance from the shores of the river the stream is wide its waters clear and the current flows rapidly on the glistening surface of the river are reflected the two green borders of its elevated banks, where many a tottering tree, with its foundations undermined by floods, and balancing continually to and fro, causes a constant gentle ripple. The contemplation of such an imposing mass of water, rolling, ever rolling onwards, as if by some hidden power, causes an involuntary feeling of depression as when the ocean with its incessant monotonous movement agitates the soul so also does that perennial flow the impressive silence of an immense river induces us insensibly to meditation and when a man meditates he saddens joy is naturally the frank and spontaneous accompaniment of all expanding nature Sadness is a vague metaphysical aspiration, an innately restless, painful craving for action. It's home, the silent depths of the forest, or the desert solitude. No one prepares to become merry, while, on the other hand, melancholy comes not suddenly, and the result of the psychological phenomenon is that each is linked to the other. How did that enormous mass of water spring into existence? From whence comes it? Whither is it bound? What mysteries are not buried in its bosom? Cyrano remained for a long time gazing at the river, while dark thoughts surged through his mind. Twilight was creeping on, and as the last rays of the sun tinged with rosy hues the tops of the loftiest trees, numerous flocks of noisy queroqueros saluted the departing light of day and awoke the echoes with their discordant cries occasionally a wild duck would pass by with heavy labored flight white herons skimmed the surface of the waters with outstretched snowy wings and hundreds of wood pigeons crossed from bank to bank homeward bound to their well-known haunts 
as the waning light gradually disappeared and darkness quickly followed the river assumed a uniform tint like unto a sheet of burnished silver ah well now know i thee manicau thought cyrano heaving a sigh and for such as he is reserved my gentle innocentia huh truly a pretty man for me for her a horrid monster yet how strong he is without casting any disparagement upon the courage of our hero it was certainly evident that the physical strength of his rival was a source of irritation to cyrano ah he muttered if i could crush him how dark and foreboding he looked mudeus give me courage give me hopes nossa senora de abadia nossa senora de canaverdi aid me Amidst all the wild surroundings of those immense scenes of nature, and oppressed with the passion that raged within his breast, the youth fell upon his knees, praying with fervor, or rather automatically stringing together the simple prayers which his mother had taught him when a child. The river flowed onward serenely, while far away a jaguar roared and some night-bird suddenly startled the silence of the night with a strange piercing cry crossing the river on the following morning cyrano trod the territory of minas gerais and after traversing some six miles of forest he entered upon a far-extending rolling campos land a region somewhat burnt with the sun and extremely monotonous in aspect but abounding with quail and partridges so immersed in thought was the young man that he never once attempted to imitate the prolonged wailing notes of the birds which resounded from all sides an impulse which always prompts those who travel in those regions with ever-rising impatience he thought of the sixty-four miles which yet separated him from the fazenda of padua his heart was heavy with sadness and his eyes filled with tears every time he contemplated a burrity palm for then his thoughts flew to the home of innocencia where close to the margin of the stream where he had had his last interview arose one of these stately palms the queen of the sertao of what is the dear one now thinking what will happen to her and manicau is he already there at such a thought cyrano became overwhelmed with agitation and briskly spurring his animal to a gallop he rode furiously onwards the impassive majesty of nature oppressed him. To him the road was transformed into a path of torments, through which he craved to fly with furious velocity, yet slowly withal seemed to him to pass the varied landmarks of his journey. When man suffers in the agony of his wild arrogance, he craves to witness the savage destruction of the fury of the storm, in harmony with his tempestuous thoughts mu deus murmured cyrano all around joy seems to reign the birds fly so lightly the flowers are so beautiful the streams so clear and peaceful that all seems to invite repose i only suffer ah surely death is better than this torment who can tear from my heart this weight this certainty of misery what, after all, is this love? 
Perhaps, years hence, I shall not even remember Innocencia. Maybe I am only uselessly torturing myself. Yet no, that woman is my life, my very blood. Who takes her from me kills me. Well, let death come. She at least will remain to weep for me, remain to tell of a man who knew how to love. He suddenly raised his voice and shouted aloud, Innocencia! Innocencia! And the echoes, sweet as any sounds, repeated that dear name as they repeat the roar of the puma, the plaintive warble of the thrush, or the strident hammering of the anvil bird. As all things, however, have an end, on the fourth day Cyrano reached the house of Antonio Cesario, who welcomed him with all amiability and frankness, and under whose roof we will meanwhile leave him, in order to see what, in Perriera's home, happened to the gentle Innocencia and those who destined her to the sacrifice of enforced matrimony. End of chapter 25